When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, it's Emma and Maggie and welcome back to another episode of Love Ya Bye. Today we're going to talk a lot about a topic that really hits home for us and as you guys can see by the title of this episode, we're going to be talking about everything Boston. So we're going to be sharing a lot of our personal favorites around the city, like our favorite restaurants to go to, our favorite things to do. I feel like that's one of my most asked questions on YouTube and Instagram is always like what to do when you come to Boston because I know a lot of you guys who follow us come to the city because of us which I think is really cool and makes me so happy because Boston is one of my favorite cities in the whole world. I've lived here for four years. I've lived here for three. And we grew up on Cape Cod which is a little island that is like an hour away from the city so we've been growing up coming to Boston for years and it just has a really like special place in our heart. So we're super excited to get into our favorite shops, restaurants, things to do, what it was like growing up on the Cape and what it's like living in Boston in your 20s and so much more. But first we are going to start off with our peak in the pit of the week. This is our weekly tradition where we share the highest and lowest moments that happened to us this past week. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. My peak of the week is that I have really caught up on a lot of the work that I've had to do because I got eye surgery a few weeks ago and it was really difficult because for the full week after it I was supposed to recover and I wasn't allowed to like edit. It's not like I, the doctor said you can't do any work but it was just really hard because like I couldn't even see my computer and I didn't get to edit videos for two weeks because my vision was so blurry that I couldn't even see my computer screen. And so I've gotten caught up on a lot of editing. I've also bought a ton of books this week, like new books that I'm excited to read. And I feel like I've just been getting like really organized and kind of started to focus a lot more on my health and wellness. I have this new morning routine that I do and I love it and it's making me so happy. So I just feel like everything is like finally falling into place because I feel like the past couple of months I have felt like all over the place and very unorganized and uh, now I'm just kind of like getting back into the swing of things and my pit of the week I think my pit of the week is that yesterday I went to Whole Foods and I did this huge grocery shop and I bought all of these yummy things to cook fall dinners this week and I was so excited last night because I was gonna cook a fall meal and do these really crispy like restaurant style Brussels sprouts and I was doing sweet potato with like butter and cinnamon and then I was doing these pork chops that I got from the deli at Whole Foods and they had had like this apple cinnamon like seasoning on them and they looked so good and I was so excited to cook them and have like a little fall meal and I messed them up so bad when they were in the oven and I literally I don't know what's wrong with my oven but my oven just doesn't cook things the way that the oven at the last apartment did like I don't know what it is and even when I make banana bread or cookies like I have to put it in for so much longer than what the normal time is ovens are like that you just have to get to know your oven that's what I'm doing my pork chops 
came out of the oven last night and they were literally hard as a rock. So I had to throw them away. It was so sad. And I had to just make chicken in a skillet, which ended up being good. But honestly, that was probably my pit because I was really excited to eat those. I have two peaks. One peak is I've been waking up early and I really, really am obsessed with waking up early. What right time? Now seven. Ooh. But it's because no one's awake at that time. Well, I mean, there's people awake at that time, but it's not like the hustle and bustle around the city. At Like when I used to wake up at like 11, when people are on their lunch break and there's multiple, like so many people in the city. But I feel like I like getting up early when no one's around and I walk around. I go get, since the holiday drinks just came out at Starbucks, I've been getting my favorite every single day and just walking around where I live and no one's out and it's so nice and calming and relaxing because I like waking up and just like not seeing people you know but you know I live in a city so it's fine and then my other peak is last night I brought my brother out to dinner where did you go we went to Mastro's last night yeah he's never been and we went to Mastro's and we got steaks and butter cake and it was so much fun and he was just like we just talked and caught up him and I haven't like gone to dinner alone since that time that him and I went to that little place in Selfie Oh and, like, yeah! It was just so nice to like bring him there, and he was just like he it. probably was so cute and yeah, appreciative he was of so it. Cute, and he was just sitting there eating his steak, and I was like, "You're so cute!" And he was just like, you know how he takes his time when he eats, and he's just so just like, oh, he's the best. He's so nice and so sweet. Maybe we need to have him on the podcast. We should. <laughs> he's the best. If you guys didn't know, we had a brother. We have a brother. He's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven and he's just barely goes on like he doesn't even have an instagram app and he just works anyway i'm going on a tangent about our brother but my pit would probably be um i feel like i've been more anxious lately but that also could have been because i had a lot on my plate so i think i need to start time management yeah (laughs) (laughs) me too yeah which i did a really really good job at doing that today which is a first but you did and also i really like the list that you have going where you can cross things off because i think being able to like visually see what you need to do makes it easier to say okay this is what i need to do this is what i've already done and i need to do that i'm going to start doing it because is getting a data designer planner because it has one side where it has your schedule see how it says 7 through 7 that's 7 a.m to 7 p.m oh and then God. the other side the to-do list that what you have to do so then your schedule you write down what you have at that time okay well you've then, always been a day designer girl i swear since you were in like middle school yeah so i think i need to get one i've never not had this one. is your sign to buy a day designer and keep your life in order okay well i love that i'm gonna do that also and copy you that's amazing now let's get on into the episode This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
So we're just gonna get right into it and share some of our favorite restaurants, stores, things to do in the city, our go-tos. Over the past few years, and especially coming to the city so much when we were younger, like we really have it down when it comes to our favorite things to do. And I feel like we've gone through so many different phases and there's just, I don't know, Boston has a lot to offer. And I feel like that's what I love the most about living here and doing what we do is that a lot of people when they do social media and they gain a following they end up moving to New York or they move to LA which I think is totally fine it is personal preference and if that's what they want to do then that's what they want to do but I do feel as though it can be a little bit oversaturated when it comes to content because people go to all the same places they do the same things it's like those two cities are so popular and Boston I feel like when we started out there wasn't really a lot of content creators and I love now that TikTok is so popular. A lot of people post on TikTok in Boston and I've met so many people that moved here because of our videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool that Boston is just getting all of the appreciation that it deserves because it really is such a cute little quaint city and it has so much character and there's a lot to do. There's amazing restaurants, shopping and stuff like that. So we're just going to share some of our favorites with you guys. So I guess if you were to pick Emma's best day in Boston, like from morning when you wake up in the morning, until you go to bed at night like take me through your day I want to know where you would go well first off I would say that I mean if you live here year-round's great cool but if you're visiting the best time to visit would have to be the fall between like honestly mid-October and like mid-November because it's like sometimes it feels like chilly fall weather and sometimes it's a little bit warm but I feel like before that it's still feels like summer but anyway anytime during the fall is the best time to visit and I feel like my perfect Boston fall day would be waking up and grabbing a coffee and walking around the city. And where would you grab your coffee from? I would either do a large iced vanilla latte from Greystone with almond milk, their homemade almond milk, which is amazing. Or I would do a hot cappuccino from La Colombe with cinnamon in the espresso shot and then a little bit of honey in it. Yum. Really good. And I would walk along the harbor in the North End. There's like a little harbor walk that you can do and like then there's a little like park that has all the fall trees that are really pretty. It's really calming and just very small cute little area. And I think it's really historic as well. Yeah it is really historic. I used to love it when I was younger because I was I mean I'm not like I'm not still into history but I used to love all that type of stuff. And then I would probably would definitely spend time outside once it's like when the weather is still nice. What else would I do? If you were going to eat lunch, maybe you would go to... Oh, if I was going to eat lunch, I'd go get a sandwich at Cardulo's. Cardello's? Cardello's in Seaport. It's a really, really yummy sandwich place, and I love a sandwich. Sandwiches are my favorite food. Also, a really good place to grab a quick lunch if you're in the city. They have a few different locations. One in Seaport, one in Back Bay, like the Newberry Street area, which we will get into, but Greco. It's like a Greek oh, place. Yeah. They have really good salads. It's very fresh, and I feel like one of our go yeah, that place is good too. What else did I do? If I wanted to go shopping that day, I would go to Ricardi. I like going to Ricardi. They're nice there. It's a really cool boutique that has a lot of designer items, but they're like different. Different designer. It's not like you're going to walk into a Balenciaga and see like the normal Balenciaga stuff. You'll see kind of like collab items. A lot of exclusive 
pieces. Very exclusive pieces. And they have just the coolest pieces in there. Even just like window shopping in there is great. Walking in and just seeing what they have. Another cool store, I feel like that's very hidden, is Bodega. I haven't been there in years, but that's also just a very cool, like has exclusive things that you don't normally see. Yeah, especially if you like sneakers and like street style. Oh yeah. Dinner, I would either go to, although they have them basically everywhere. Like I just said earlier, Mastro's, one of my favorite restaurants. I do love Lola 42. That's a good one for, it has just about everything. Or if I wanted to really sit down and get sushi, I'd go to Uni. Uni's a really yummy sushi place and it's a really good date spot too. Yeah, I feel like there's so many good restaurants and I noticed when you were saying your favorite or just what you would do during the day, a lot of what Emma and I do revolves around food. We're always like, okay, well, what are we going to do for this? Where are we going to eat this? And I feel like if you're coming to Boston, definitely get coffee at Greystone. It's a really amazing cafe in the South End. They do have also very good sandwiches. Yes. Very good sandwiches, homemade pastries. Oh my God, the scones. The ham and cheese croissant. Get there early because a lot of their stuff does sell out and they stop selling breakfast at 11 o'clock. That's when they start all their sandwiches sandwiches. and stuff. And then lunch spots. I mean, Tate is cafe that's well known in Boston, but I feel like a lot of people come here and they go to Tate, but there's a lot of places that are better than Tate. It's very mainstream. They're really good hole in the walls, I feel like. And Tate, yeah, like you just said, is very mainstream. Like there's one everywhere. It's not bad. I feel like that's good if you're in a pinch and you need somewhere quick to go and there's one everywhere, but there's definitely little places that like Monica's in the North End is really good sandwiches an Italian sandwich from Monica's. Mm -hmm. Also, if you want a bacon, egg and cheese, Mike and Patty's in the South End is really Mm -hmm. good as well. And then for lunch, I would say Greco is one of our favorites. Lola Burger. Lola Burger, the best burgers. Best burgers ever. And then dinner spots. Lola 42 is the best sushi. We go there regularly with Mm -hmm. our friends. And then in the North End, there is so many amazing restaurants there. The North End is like Little Italy, basically. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the restaurants are just small family-owned places. And it has such a cute vibe at night. And if you go to dinner, you can eat Italian food, obviously. And then after dinner, walk around. And there's so many different places to get pastries and cannolis and stuff. Like Cafe Vittoria is this really, really cute cafe in the North End where where you can get like an espresso martini after dinner or an espresso, gelato, cannolis. We love going there. And what's that place that you like? The best bakery place is yeah, Bova's. Yeah, Bova's. Best desserts. The chocolate covered strawberries are amazing. And the cannolis are so good. There's this place that I've never tried before, but I've heard it's really, really good. Like my hairdresser talks about it all the time and every person is like, you need to try it. I just don't know why I haven't gone yet. It's called... Fakasha? Fakasha, I think. Where is it? Newberry Street? Yes, it looks so good like it's like Italian but also seafood and it just it looks absolutely amazing there are so many restaurants on Newberry Street that I feel like are so good but we never go to because Newberry Street is in Back Bay which is kind of like the main area of Boston I guess like the downtown the busiest area and Newberry Street is this street that has all these stores and restaurants and it's outside if you it's where everything is if you want to go to all like the shops if you've never been to Boston Google Newberry Street Boston right now just to get the picture in your mind like in the fall it's so cute it's a one-way street that has just like a bunch of trees outdoor shopping restaurants and a lot of other good restaurants on Newberry are Salty Girl Buttermilk and Bourbon Sonzi and then Uni's there Uni's there also the Paramount for breakfast in Beacon Hill you have to go to the Beacon Hill location it's so cute and they have really really good breakfast. Contessa for brunch. Contessa's on Newberry Street. And also, I guess we should explain the different 
sections of Boston. <laughs> so there's Back Bay. That's where Newberry Street is. The shopping is in Back Bay. A lot of good restaurants. A lot the of commons. people work there. Yeah, Boston Commons is there. And it's just like the main downtown area. That's where the finish line for the Boston Marathon is. And there's Newberry Street, Boylston Street, and Calm Ave. Those are like the main streets in Back Bay that have a lot of stores and restaurants and stuff. And then there is Beacon Hill, which is so cute. Cobblestone streets, local shops, like mm-hmm. little tiny shops. They have a lot of cafes and restaurants. It's just a really cute area to go and walk around in the morning if you grab a coffee and walk through the hills. There's a street called Acorn Street, which is like a really, really famous street. It's, I think, one of the most photographed streets on the East Coast or in New England or something crazy like that. Don't, don't quote me. Have I ever seen it before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I Remember we drove to it a couple years ago? Oh, yeah, during the fall. Emma, we took pictures on it with oh Arlen. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's this really beautiful cobblestone street in the middle of Beacon Hill. And then there is the South End. Love the South End. It's so cute. It's more residential. There are really good restaurants in the South End, like on Tremont Street. A lot of little French bistros and things like that. Petit Robert is really good. The North End, yeah, we just talked about that. It's like Little Italy. It's right on the water. It's really, really cute. Italian. You have like all like the Italian like families sit outside their restaurants all the time. Yeah, it's really cute. (laughs) So cute. And then there's Seaport, which is very up and coming and new. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of new places in Seaport and it's where some of the restaurants like Lola 42 is Mastro's. Nautilus. Nautilus. All the restaurants are basically on the water unless they're like closer to Fort Point area. And during the winter time there is a Christmas like market. Market. Mm-hmm. Which is really cute. And sometimes they have ice to. skating rinks. You can like get a glass of wine or get like a cocktail and the walk Seaport around. The tree that they have up. The beautiful light tree. And then also it's where Cisco is in the summertime where you can go hang out with your friends. Also they are opening so many new stores in mm-hmm. the seaport. I feel like a little mall opening. Yeah, they're opening like Aesop, Le Lavo, Rag and Bone, like so many great stores. The seaport's just like really popping right now. Yeah. Then we have Southie. (laughs) Southie! (laughs) Okay, so Southie has just like a lot of honestly, just this chain of, not chain, it's not a chain, but these restaurants that are very like, the food is good. Okay, so there are these restaurants. Fun. Capo, Lincoln, Loco, Fat Baby, Baby, The Broadway. All of these restaurants turn into like going out places at night for a lot of the younger people who live in Boston. A lot of people go out in Southie. You live there once you graduate college. It's like college 2.0. Yeah, and it's very homey and there's not a single sky rise. It's literally just three-story buildings. Yes, and that's Southie. And a lot of people go out there and it's just very young. A lot of young people live there. So that's that. Those are the different areas. And if you're visiting Boston, I definitely would recommend staying in Back Bay because that's where a lot of the hotels are, which we will get into. But Back Bay, I feel like it's just very central. central. It's near everything. All the other places I feel like are a little bit outskirts of that area. Like when I want to go do something, I will get into my car and drive to Back Bay because like Back Bay has like the shops. It has like the areas that are cute to walk around. And like sometimes I wish I lived in Back Bay when I'm there. I'm like, wait, why don't I live here? Because I literally drive here every day to go to everything I go to. So I'm like, why do I not live in Back Bay? It would be prime, 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 prime to live in Back Bay, but I just have to have my car and I just 
want to park my car in a garage. It is it's really hard, hard to, to find a lot of good places to live in Back Bay because a lot of the buildings are very old. They're like really old brownstones and they don't have a lot of high rise buildings there where you could just rent like a unit. It's hard and, if and do, it's like, expensive very too. expensive. I was just going to get to that because when I was looking for a new apartment, I looked at some of the high rises in Back Bay and like in that area and like the financial district area and they literally a one bedroom is like 7k for rent and I was like and even insane. if you want a one bedroom in and it's one like of the 100 square feet exactly it's like insane. a one bedroom or even a studio is like starting at four thousand dollars in back bay yeah I feel like it's very very and expensive the too even if they're like not updated and stuff they're still very expensive it's really hard to also find a place that has parking as well but back bay is a really nice area and that's just kind of where everything is and I feel like some of the must sees if you come to Boston Definitely go to Newberry Street, walk around Boston Commons, like go to the park, go to Seaport and walk around, yeah. dinner in the North End. I feel like there's just a lot to do outside. It's just a very, you know, like outdoor city, I guess. Yeah. Boston, although people do travel here and come here, it doesn't, I mean, it's not really like that touristy. You know what I mean? Unless, what? no, I feel like unless you're going on like a duck tour. No, it is touristy. It like has, what do tourists do? They go to like the Old North Church. They go see. Yeah, but those like, are literal tourist attractions you know that's what a tourist does is they go to see tourist attractions I like know. that and like the there aren't any restaurants where or any places in Boston where I'd be like don't go there that's so tourist like that's like there we don't have Times Square you know what I mean like oh, if someone yeah, lives in New yeah. York it, they aren't gonna be like yeah Boston doesn't have an area like Times Square we do <laughs> have a Times Square <laughs> the financial district there's a little 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 teeny road in the financial district that just has like light up signs I think the first Macy's was there like it has like one light up sign and we call it Times Square whenever we go to this restaurant called I call it Yvonne's but I think it's called no, no. <laughs> I don't know what it is Marcus knows the name but okay. we love <laughs> Yvonne's <laughs> and it's oh my gosh speakeasy vibes it's really yeah. really cool there Same such like a good Mary vibe in the financial district which is like a so yeah Marielle's fun but okay financial district we just call it Times Square because it has one light up light <laughs> And that's it. I think that's like a must see or like a must do when you're in Boston. You have to go to a Boston sports game. <gasps> yes, 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 yes. You Why have was to. I forgetting Boston this? Boston sports is the best sports in the world. So you have to go to Fenway Park, one of the oldest ballparks in America. I think it's like legit one of the oldest <laughs> ones. Ball girl. And you have to get a Fenway Frank. It's just such a and cool vibe. Very truly. Yeah, Wildberry Truly, you have to get at a they Red sell Sox game. Wildberry Truly, Truly's at every stadium and concert venue in Boston, and they're just so. Effective. It just hits different it when hits you're different. at the game. Yeah, yeah, and I think Bruins over Celtics. One hundred percent. There's just nothing like going to a Bruins game. The crowd is so crazy, crazy. and it, they're so much fun. The Bruins are also doing really, really well this season, and they have the best Pinot Grigio at the Garden, which yeah. is where they play. And then Celtics games. I don't really know if I would recommend going to a Patriots game because it's not, it's in, not in Boston. City. It's in Foxborough, which is like an hour away. I feel like football games are a hike. Not a hike, but like a hassle. They are because it's not in the city. And also, like, I always say that. Long. 
things. Maybe we're just not football people. <laughs> I'm not. I think if you're if you want to watch a football game and you really want to have the true spirit of like Boston sports, go to a selfie bar. Honestly. Yeah, go to like Stats or something. <laughs> watch a game. But there. you have to get there literally at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> reserve your spot. And I definitely think watching a Patriots game at a bar is way it's more so fun. Much more fun. Yeah. But also, I feel like it's or different any now game at a bar too. That Tom Brady's not here. But anyway. So now let's just move on from that and talk about what it was like growing up on the Cape. Which is my favorite subject in the world. So we are obviously sisters. We both grew up on the Cape together and we were both born in Hyannis, which is like the main town of the Cape, I think. Right? Yeah, that's it's where like, Cape Cod Hospital. Yeah. I mean, if there was a capital of Cape Cod, that's, it would yeah, be Hyannis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't know if I could call it. It's not the capital, but the it capital, basically but it like is capital. the capital. <laughs> and we both lived there our whole entire life. I moved off the Cape, though, when I was 17, but I've moved back almost every summer since then, except for one summer I didn't. And if you haven't been to Cape Cod, picture the trend that just went on this past- the Coastal Grandma? Yes, Coastal Grandma trend. So Cape Cod is like beach town, hydrangeas, preppy, seafood, American flags, like white picket fence. That's what Cape Cod <laughs> looks like. And- A button down. Yeah, like vineyard vines. Yeah. And growing up on the Cape, I feel like a lot of people, when they find out that we live there year round, like I had a lot of summer friends just from working at different places in the summer. A lot of the people who come down and have summer houses there always ask me, they're like, what do you do here during oh the winter? Oh my God, that's the number one thing that people ask me. They're like, you live here year round. What did you do? I think people think that it's like run down, like no man's land, but <laughs> yeah, it's not it's like that. Not, I like it better in the fall, winter rather than uh, like in the summer, it's a crazy tourist, everything, whatever. I just really like it in the fall and winter. It's so quiet. No one's there. Everyone leaves. There's no lines. It's not busy. It's the same as it is growing up in any other town. I just think that the only difference is a lot of the restaurants end up closing for yeah. the season just because we have so many restaurants and attractions during the summer because of all the people that come to Cape Cod to visit. And during the winter, obviously the population decreases exponentially. So a lot of places do close down. I feel like it's super special because all the local places stay open mm -hmm. and they're just like really, it's just a cozy vibe. And everyone knows everyone and everyone's just like friends and like you could be friends with people from every single town. Like I know someone from every single town on the Cape. Most towns have their own high school except for your high school, Dennis Yarmouth, mm -hmm. was two towns, Nossett's regional. Oh. But other than that, I feel like what people do on the weekends is just hang out with people from high school and if you grew up on the Cape a majority of the people I would say probably like 95% played sports and that's oh, just yeah. what your whole entire life revolved around at least for our family we were a big hockey family so we grew up in the hockey rink for as long Every as we can remember weekend. and then traveled and played select hockey and I don't know, just like hung out with friends from school, friends yeah. from your team. But one thing that we would do after school, which no one, I feel like nobody does this unless you are from a place that has a beach. It's such a thing to like get food from somewhere and then go sit at the beach and, and eat, eat your in food your in your car. At In the parking lot at the beach. You don't get out when it's like winter. My happy place and where I feel the most at peace is pulling my car up to a beach, parking it and sitting in my car and listening to music. It makes me feel so calm and it's so much fun. My friends and I used to do that for hours. We'd sit in my car and just 
talk. And you just go for drives like along the water I and drive by like too. every beach. No one really goes to Boston. Like I feel like if you grew up outside of Boston and like the surrounding cities, you'd like go into Boston for dinner on the weekends with your friends. Like no one goes to Boston. You kind of just like sit on the Cape and chill and hang out with your friends. And like the farthest you'll go like for fun one day is like P-Town. Yeah, it's really nice because it's just very quiet in the off season. So you just have time to spend with your family and your friends and just relax. And obviously, like I said before, play sports. Then summer comes around and you get a summer job. I worked at a bunch of different like restaurants and places. My first job, I worked at a breakfast place called The Breakfast Room. And then I worked at this place called The Port, which is now it turned into like a huge going out place Mm -hmm. for people our age it's really fun I worked at Lily Pulitzer back in the day when that was like a big thing and my favorite job I worked at a resort called Waquaset if you ever go to the Cape and you're looking for a place to stay it is pricey it's probably one of the most expensive resorts other than Chatham Bars Inn I worked at Waquaset Resort and Golf Club and it's a five-star resort the only five-star Forbes certified five-star resort on Cape Cod and it was one of the best experiences I ever had. I worked there for four years and I learned so much and I feel like it really made me so confident and kind of made me like turn into the person that I am today and I worked with a lot of kids that were summer kids like a lot of the boys that worked at the pool and just people at the restaurants with me just were from some towns in Massachusetts but there were also a lot of people that would come overseas from a lot of people came from Jamaica some people came from Turkey um just so many different places I can't even name all of them but it was just really cultured and really cool to be able to meet so many different people that just have lived such a different life than me because I am from Cape Cod and they would come here to work and it was just really cool so if you look are you looking for a place to stay definitely stay there but if not you can always just go you there, go for, like, there for dinner and, dinner and lunch and it's like really good to get lunch there we i feel like we do that often yeah they have like me. a fire pit it's really cute and it's in chatham which is a really good location as well dennis that's where we grew up rory's rory's the best is the best grab and go you love lighthouse keeper for coffee i love lighthouse keeper for coffee it's a cute little coffee shop nirvana's a great coffee shop too same with three fin and snowy owl those are my core four and i actually went to high school 45 minutes away from my town where I grew up. I went to Falmouth High School, which is on the complete opposite end of the Cape than Dennis because I played ice hockey in my high school. I wanted to go and play hockey with all my friends. So I commuted every day to Falmouth. So I'm really familiar with that area and they have such good restaurants too. Like they have West Falmouth Market for sandwiches. They have Bluefins, Sushi. Anejo is the best Mexican restaurant ever. Bluefins there? Yeah, they just opened it a few years ago. They just have really, really good restaurants in Falmouth I really like like their little main street area is super cute I went to high school two different high schools I went to Nosset High School which is in the East Ham area which is near East Ham Orleans Brewster Truro Wellfleet P-Town so I got familiar with that from like middle school to high school basically and like the Sparrow is really good over there little coffee shop and um, I'd have to say Hole in One is really good for breakfast breakfast sandwiches and Joe Mama's Mama's best bagels ever the only good locations one in Orleans trust me don't go to the one in Yarmouth and then my high school that I went to for the last for like the rest of high school was Dennis Yarmouth and that's obviously in Dennis Yarmouth area it's in Yarmouth and that's where like all my friends are that's where we grew up it's my like town that I run around Celtic kitchen Celtic oh my god the home fries go to Celtic at the home fries that's all Elle and I went 
literally like last week and we ordered our breakfast and we asked a lady for an extra side of home fries and she looked at us she goes you guys want an extra side of home fries and we're like yeah obviously like they're the best ever i'm not kidding my first job that i worked at over the summer i worked at a gas station in dennis and it's called susuit filling station it's right near susuit harbor and everyone's like wait what like that's so crazy but we'd fill up like boats and stuff like that and you know what's funny about your first job it was like so close to where we live <laughs> and Emma would be at work and she worked with two of our really close friends that we've just known for a while because their family owns the gas station that you mm-hmm. worked at and that's why you got a job there because they owned it and they yeah. were looking for people to work so you worked there with these two boys their brothers we've known them for years played hockey with them so you guys would be at work and text me and be like Maggie can you go to smugglers and bring us ice cream and I would be like sure so I would have to get in my car drive and pick up all you guys ice cream drive back to the gas station and drop it off so you guys could all eat it and one thing that I didn't know until today actually is that black raspberry ice cream is only like a Boston thing or like a Massachusetts thing that's like so random because I remember I would have to pick you guys up black raspberry or mint chocolate chip from smugglers yeah I love black raspberry black raspberry chip ice cream like black raspberry with little chocolate chips in it is amazing but anyway that is how we grew up that is just a background of our life and now that we're in our 20s we live in boston and life is just obviously different living in a city versus the suburbs i still do have a soft spot for it in my heart because okay yeah of course okay because like I don't know. I just, I love being obviously outside the city because it's a lot more relaxing and calming, mm-hmm. but I just feel like I can't move out of Boston now because I'm only 25. Like, what am I going to do? Sit in my house every single day? Okay. I <laughs> mean, you do in Boston. Okay. Yeah. But I still go out and I don't know. I just feel like it's different when you're in Boston versus when you're outside of the city. Like if I lived on the Cape and lived in a house alone, what am I going to do? You know, like, I just feel like it's a fun time to be living in Boston because we're so young. Yeah, I just feel like living in Boston in your 20s is really fun. And if you're interested in moving to Boston, I highly recommend it because I personally think it's one of the best cities. I feel like it's very up and coming Mm -hmm. with young people because a lot of young people are starting to realize that you can have the same experience in Boston than you do in other cities. Yeah, Um, I think that people are definitely starting to realize that now, three years ago, if you asked me, like, that question, I'd be like, no, like, Boston has nothing. But now I feel like Boston is starting to have things and, like, things are starting to open up. And, I mean, for the influencer world, more influencers are starting to live here. So we have more, like, brand events here, which is really cool because we did not have a single one of those in three years ago. So I feel like it's definitely starting to become kind of a thing. And it's, like, really cute here. It's, like, actually very cute. I'd have to say, in the past, I didn't think it was. And that's why I kept, like, leaving and living other places. And I lived in LA for a bit and tried that out to see if I liked it. And, yeah, it was great. I just feel like it's so close to also so many other really cool towns Mm -hmm. that are in New England. Like, it's a really close drive to New Hampshire if you want to go to Portsmouth for the weekend, if you want to go to Maine and go along the coast. Like, York, Maine is so beautiful. Also, Agunquit. 
um, Kennebunkport. There's so many cute towns. Newport, Rhode Island, the Cape. You can go skiing. There's also really good colleges in Boston. So if you go to school and if you're in school or if you're applying for colleges, some of the campuses are absolutely stunning. I might be biased because we're from here, but I really think that Boston has some of the best colleges. Oh, 100%. I think that some of the campuses here are so pretty and the ones that are in the city are really cool. Every single one is like in a different part of the city. So you get to experience like different parts like BU's in Fenway and Emerson, Suffolk. And then Northeastern is in like, I don't even know what part you would call that. That's like Mission Hill area. And then also Harvard is beautiful in Cambridge. Cambridge is its own little area. That's just so, so, so cute across the Charles. Beautiful in the fall. And BC is in New Inn, which is also really, really cute in Chestnut Hill area, which is like 20 minutes outside the city. Very beautiful campus. Yeah, I feel like if you go to school in Boston, even if you're not from Massachusetts, you end up moving to Boston and living there after graduation with a lot of your friends. I've made some really good friends that have moved to Boston for going to school here that have came from like West Coast have came all the way from all these different places just to be in Boston and go to school here. So there's a lot of young people in the city. There is a ton of and there's so much to do and I just feel like there's always something to do. And also there's a lot to do that doesn't revolve around drinking as well Mm -hmm. because I know with the culture nowadays like a lot of people go out on the weekends and like go to bars go to clubs like whatever you like to do. I feel like there are also like fun things to do that don't revolve around like going out you know my friends and I will go like on walks and grab a coffee and like go on a walk in the city or along like harbor or just go to like workout classes yeah there's so many good workout classes if you're in Boston go to SLT I would say if you're in Boston go to Boston Body Pilates yeah there's just so many good workouts I feel like Boston's a very like outdoor active city love it Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so we're going to finish off the episode like we always do with some questions from you guys. And we picked a few that we saw were really popular and just things that we quickly wanted to touch on. Also, if you ever want to send in a question, make sure that you're following us on Instagram. We're still trying to figure out the podcast Instagram. We haven't officially launched it yet, but when we do, we will let you know. So then you can follow along the podcast Instagram and you can ask us questions there. But before we record, we always put a question box so you guys can send in your questions based on the topic that we are talking about in the episode. So first question is visiting Boston soon. What hotels do you recommend? And we kind of talked about this before, like staying in Back Bay. I'll give a hotel. And do you want to give your favorite? My favorite's the Newberry Hotel. I it's was going to say that at the too. beginning of Newberry Street, right next to Boston Common. So you wake up and you're right next to the park. It's so cute. <laughs> our, our heat got turned off last year in our apartment because we moved and something got like messed up with the bill. So they ended up turning off the 
heat. And I had to stay in a hotel because it was so cold. And I stayed there for a few nights, like right around the, the time of Thanksgiving. And I woke up so early in the morning, I would bring Milo out and we would just get coffee and walk through the park. And it was mm. so relaxing. But also you're at the beginning of Newberry Street. So you have all the shops and everything and like so many amazing restaurants right there. It's just a really cute area. That's my favorite hotel. They have Contessa inside the hotel, which is an amazing restaurant at the top floor. It's like a new restaurant, I think the same owner as Carbone. Carbone. Yeah, it is. In New York City. And also they have really cute restaurants in the lobby, like this one called the library. It's cute to like get an appetizer. You can get oysters and stuff like that before you go to dinner or whatever. I'd say my hotel recommendation is this is one that we stayed at growing up every single time we came to the city, the Copley Fairmont. I forget what it looks like, honestly, because I haven't been in so long, but it's so, so, so cute. It's You know what it's based on? The Sweet Life is Akin Cody. I was going to say that. Yeah. That's the hotel that they base the show on. It's so cozy. It reminds me of the wintertime and it's just very like, I don't know, just when they're growing up. So it's really cute. I think it's only like five floors too. And on the fourth floor, it's called the gold floor. And if you (laughs) stay there, it's like a little bit more money for the rooms. But if you stay on the fourth floor, they have a lounge with like amazing appetizers yeah, that they like would put out. Like snacks that you like could go get. Board. I would always go run down there and get snacks and like seltzer water. And everything was complimentary and they had, we would get seltzer water because we were young and like soda and stuff, but they oh, do have they like do have wine. wine. Yeah, We should do a staycation there maybe during yeah, like Vlogmas. we should. That would be cute. We both have a second favorite that I think we can agree on. The Four Seasons at One Dalton. <laughs> Such a pretty hotel. It's the new Four Seasons, one of the tallest buildings in Boston. They have a really good restaurant. Most beautiful hotel ever. You walk into the room and the lines open for you and the bathtubs are so cute. And And the rugs are like plush. Like they feel like trampolines. It's so, in the bed, they're so comfy. I love that hotel so much. The spa's great. They have an indoor pool. Also they have Zuma, which is a- Zuma's the really good restaurant that has sushi. And they have a new restaurant called Tribeca. And the- We saw Kardashian there once. Yeah, we did. (laughs) We were eating at Zuma with friends a couple of years ago, actually. And our friend was was staying there. there. They were staying there for a staycation and they were like, come to the Four Seasons and we'll go to Zuma. And we were like, okay, sure. So we're sitting there and we know that Tristan, what do they call him? Trashton? I have no idea. (laughs) Tristan Thompson was on the Celtics at the time. And so he was living at the Four Seasons residence and joking, Graydon goes, oh guys, look, there's Coco. And we literally look over and it's literally Khloe Kardashian with her big long blonde hair and we were like no way and she was with true and it was so funny we saw them at zuma okay question number two what are the aspects of boston that drive you to live here instead of somewhere new i think short and sweet i live here for the seasons and the vibe i live i just love the those are my three seasons vibe family and I, I think that New England people are just or East Coast people are so different than everyone else I when I moved to California there was something about East Coast people that I was just like wow like I really miss people from the East Coast because they really get it like people from other places don't get it and I'm sorry I met a few friends on the West Coast that were also from like the Boston area and I just like became really close to them because we both were from the East Coast that we kind of just like have the same vibe of East Coast people you know Mm-hmm. How we're kind of just very real and we're not gonna beat her on the bush. We're gonna be straight to the point. 
I really like about that and yeah so I feel like I live here for the for family and all my friends are close by and if I could live on the Cape I would but it's just like so hard to like find a house and live in a house alone and last question I thought that we could end off on this one because we get asked it all the time and if you are dying to come live in Boston especially after listening to this episode <laughs> if you are convinced that Boston is the best city in the world and you're interested in leasing an apartment and you want to know the best area to live in we can rank them we don't have to rank them because they all have different vibes I feel like there's something special about every area we talked about Back Bay Beacon Hill South End North End Southie and Seaport Uh, okay wait these are my ranks for places to live yes we said it was expensive and there's definitely hard parts about it like parking and stuff like that if you have a car but if you don't have a car that would be so much easier back bay number one for me because it's near everything so you can just walk around the whole city and it's everything's there number two for me would have to be south end number three would have to be beacon hill four would have to be seaport five would have to be the north end six would have to be pushing fenway oh we forgot about fenway <laughs> yes. what about southie seven yes southie is seven okay well if you're young and you just graduated from college and you're looking for a place to live and you want to be surrounded by a lot of young people that's when you move to southie like i know you don't like it but a lot of people do like it i don't know back bay is good because it is near everything mm-hmm. seaport is very up and coming if you like being on the water and you just want something that's like a high-rise building brand new you could live there also north end i don't know if i would really recommend living in the north end a lot of people like it when they do but like it reminds me of like rats running around like there's just rats you know what is is that tiktok the rats are gonna run this city i don't know i don't know i just feel like the north end is just like eh. but people do like it but if that's your vibe hey that's where our first apartment was when we grew up i know like mom and dad like it but am i gonna live there no Beacon Hill's really, really cute. So cute. Oh my God. Beacon Hill reminds me of like the stay at home, like rich mom. Yeah. That walks around the kids in the stroller. I feel like you really can't go wrong with any of the areas. There's there's nothing bad about any of the areas. So anywhere you look, I feel like you'll be able to find something. But that concludes the episode. I hope that you guys learned a lot about Boston. And if you come to Boston, definitely check out the places that we talked about and let us know if you try any of them. If you liked them. Them. Just send us DMs and, and keep us updated. Keep yeah. And thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and YouTube. Everything will be in the description of the video in the podcast notes. And we will see you guys next week. Love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.